prepare for introduction. to the Alpamana August 2023 one-day sick class. I'm very happy to have you. And I think that there's a couple of people that um, uh, are new. So why don't we go down, go around and do names? And we'll do it here in this end of first, and then we'll catch you in just a second. Okay, so I'm Laurie. Um, first, I'd like to start with the usual, the uh, intensive guidelines. So um, to start with, uh, the theme for this intensive is the Anapanasati Sutta. Um, and so we'll be talking about that this whole weekend. And um, as far as the guidelines, there's a page or so in this. So practice intensives are a gift we create for ourselves and each other. It is a gift of space, silence, respect for each person's containment and an expression of mutual care through our work and practice together. Um, please take advantage of this rare opportunity by bringing yourself wholeheartedly to your practice at every moment. Reporting <laughs> in progress. Thank you. Um, silence is our most important container, so it's important to, um, especially with this one, I kind of want to focus on just kind of resting in where we are, and, and so silence is of the utmost, being in stillness is so important, and it's such a temptation sometimes to, to talk to each other or signal, and, and so I'd like to kind of hold that to a minimum if we can, just talk when, when needed to. Work practice or you know, question and answers that's fine. You can talk about but anyway, um, okay, so, um, so make every effort to mindfully maintain silence except during practice discussion, group inquiry, and QA following talks. During work periods, keep silence except for the briefest possible questions or discussions necessary to the work. Do not make eye contact or signal each other protecting each person's practice. This itself is a very difficult and demanding practice. But as we are taking the backward step, as Dogen puts it, and turning our light inward to rest in mindful awareness, 
we provide for each other the protection and support for this shift. Notice the natural tendency to scatter your energies when in a transition from zazen to standing, from meditation periods to work periods, meals and breaks. Be alert and curious about whatever is arising without any attempt at manipula manipulation at all. Please follow the schedule completely. Schedules are posted on the refrigerator and back in the back room. Um, be on time for Zazen, which Zen time is usually five minutes before anything starts. So, just, uh, so that goes for meals and, and work practice and talks, obviously. Um, <clears throat> now, there'll be a set of clackers 10 minutes before uh, a sitting period that follows a break. Please come at once to the Zendo when you hear them. Take care of your space. Keeping it neat and orderly, it's your practice home for the intensive. Uh, before you leave the Zendo, make sure your cushions are straight and um, aligned, and that any of your personal belongings are being arranged. Uh, you can change to a chair or a bench, or get an additional cushion or support during any break, including walking meditation. There are empty cushions and empty chairs in case you need to change from a cushion to a chair or a chair to a cushion. If more chairs are needed, which are uh, anyway, plenty in the side room, the other side of the wall. Um, so you can bring one from there if you need one. Um, you can use the restroom during walking meditations or any of the breaks. Uh, please wait for the second uh, clapper that starts the walking meditation before leaving the Zendo. Uh, intensives work by containing the energy as we normally dissipate in our distractions and busyness. Allow yourself to be immersed in the silence and stillness here as much as possible. This is extremely important uh, in each person's practice. When you go back to your room at night, or to your homes, please maintain silence even with your roommates. Please avoid using computers, cell phones, televisions, or other devices during the time of the intensive, except for emergencies. Again, this is kind of a distraction, so um, when we do those kinds of things, and if we don't do it, it becomes clear what, what things are arising for us and we can pay attention to that. When we take a break like this, we can notice our automatic and sometimes frantic clinging and habits of distraction. But this is the best way to fully experience this gift of time and space. Uh, starting tomorrow, we will, um, or I will, be offering practice discussion. And I um, sent you folks online. Um, yeah, the, the schedule with the practice discussion um, assignments. If something doesn't work on work for you all, especially the ones that are going to be online, please let me know and monitor know and you can tell me. Um, and for the rest of you, it's on the schedule in the kitchen. Where the time is the practice discussion is the last call, so you can look at that. Um, okay. Um, please remember that our Zen practice is to leave no trace. Be attentive and keep your space well. Be mindful to keep the tea area neat and clean after yourself.
Please label a cup uh, with your name and use it for drinks during the day. And you can wash your cups as needed. Um, tomorrow morning, we'll have a 30-minute walk uh, after the first Zazen period. And it's probably the only time of day anybody wants to be outside. So um, you're welcome to walk in the neighborhood around here. There's the golf course. You can't really go that far in 30 minutes. I, I thought I could go all the way around it last time. When I, <laughs> it didn't work. So, um, so, but you can walk around there a little bit. And there's some nice streets with all the homes off uh, this way. So anyway, I'll just be back in time for the next set or activity. Um, okay, we have a um, catch and release policy, well, kind of, as much as possible, using a cup and paper if you want to take a, take a bug outside. Most of the ants are coming in here and dying, but anyway, uh, if there was anything else. So, we all support each other, so please be mindful of the roles that each of you have, that's on the refrigerator too. Um, and show up on time for these responsibilities. If you have particular needs um, in the Zendo, please ask one of the monitors. Um, if you have any questions during this time, um, or if you feel ill or distressed, please um, get in touch with a monitor or, or talk to me. Um, and if you feel like leaving, please let uh, me know. Um, okay, so that's, are there any questions about any of that? Are you got it? Okay, so as I said, the theme, the theme for this intensive is the Anapana Sati, which is translated as the mindfulness of breathing. Um, just to give you some background on some of the things that I used uh, for this is um, in the Buddha's words, which is an anthology of discourses from the Pali Canon. Um, uh, in BQ Nyano Mali's book, Mindfulness of Breathing, it's the translation of the Buddhist text for the Pali Canon extracts from the Pali commentaries. Um, I also visited Pegs, talked about uh, this. Uh, Anapana Sati Sutta also in 19, you know, 2020. And so I consulted her, to see some of her stuff. And um, I also consulted uh, Analio's uh, work on the Anapana Sati too. So, yeah, a little bit of this and that. Um, so, and also I'm basing some of this on my own experience with this bit. A bit of time working with this on my own. So, so my first question is, is does anybody have any experience with the Anapana Sati? Yes. Yes, we were both recorded. We <laughs> 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 were asking questions. Anyway, um, nobody else? No, okay. It doesn't matter. You don't have to know anything. I just wanted to make sure that. I'm just going to anyway, start starting from the beginning, beginning, 
It's just been a bunch of stuff anyway. Studying it for years. Anyway, although it's <coughs> worthwhile for anybody. All right. So uh, as a background to 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 this sutra, um, the things that I wanted to look at was what is it exactly, and where did it come from, what's its function, and how are we going to use this? And the Anapanasati is part of the Pasava training. Um, I think it was Theravada, so the Theravada school, this is from the power canon. Okay. And it, it provides support for practice, for one thing. Analio says that it is lucid awareness grounded in breathing, which is kind of an interesting interpretation of that. Um, according to the Pali Canon, it's one of the most prominent methods of mind training discussed in the Pali Canon. And it's part of the first branch of the mental training uh, known as the Four Foundations of Mindfulness, uh, the Katara and Satipatthana. Um, it's also called the only path, it's considered the only path for realizing Nirvana. I don't know about that, but anyway. It's, it's a really important work. Um, it can be considered basic in some ways, but it's also um, what the Buddha used when he sat under the Bodhi tree um, and was invited. He was, uh, he was in Latin, and uh, the Buddha also used it. Um, well, he left for 30 days and he's gone and the disciples were worried about him. And, and when he finally came back 30 days later, they asked him, where have you been? So I've been in the forest. What have you been doing? Meditating. <laughs> And he said he was using the Anapanasati. And they were astounded. They said, well, that's a basic text. Why would you, why would you be using it? And, and yet, obviously, it's worthwhile that the Buddha was using it you know, in his advanced day. So um, the four foundations of mindfulness uh, are discussed in two, two of the, um, the, the Dignya Nikaya and also in the Majjhima Nikaya. And both of these two discourses connect up the foundations of mindfulness with the pivotal doctrine of the Four Noble Truths, um, on which all aspects of teachings converge. I thought that was really interesting. I haven't really considered that, but it's, as you'll see tomorrow, when we look at the whole um, sutra, the 16 steps, you see that the uh, Four Noble Truths do, in fact, show up at the end, so in contemplation of those. So that's kind of interesting. That's such a core teaching as well. So, um, according to a statement made by the Buddha, it is through not discovering bhikkhus, this is again another quote, not penetrating the four noble truths that both I and you have been traversing the round of rebirths for so long. Those through not discovering and not penetrating the four noble truths that we continue to trans, transverse the round of rebirths for so long. So, it is through not discovering, not penetrating the noble truth of suffering, the noble truth of the origin of suffering, the noble truth of the cessation of suffering, and the noble truth of the way leading to the cessation, cessation of uh, suffering. So thus, the anapanasati is one of the methods of penetrating the four noble truths. So um, 
the mindfulness of breathing is a meditation. Oh, I already told you this about this. It's important. Basic, yeah, basic level as well as more advanced. Um, so there was another story that, uh, that, that Peg talked about, a student who was told by his teacher to practice the Anapanasati. And it was a young student, and he did it for a while, and he got bored with it. And he went back to his teacher and said, this is boring. <laughs> Pay attention to the rap. And the teacher, this is typical of Zen stuff, right? It sounds like it to me. He grabbed the, grabbed the student by the collar and drug him down to the river and put his head underwater. <laughs> Eventually let him go and said, now, what do you think about the, how important is the breath now? So, <laughs> rough training there, but anyway. So, um, in the, the concluding words of the Majima Nikaya are these. There are, Ananda, these roots of trees, translation, vicinity of trees, being in the vicinity of trees, these empty places, or rather secluded places. Meditate, Ananda. Do not delay, lest you regret it later. This is our instruction to you. So, um, indeed, uh, he provided the instruction. And determined that the mindfulness of breathing is of great fruit and is of great benefit. And once he told this to all the many, many legions of bhikkhus, um, they were rejoiced to hear his words. So, um, so, what is, so what is the objective of Anapanasati? For one thing, it's pertaining the mind. Um, I think most of us are familiar with the, the Oxford stories and so forth in the mind. How do you get the mind to settle down? And so um, this is this particular uh, 16 steps assists greatly with calming the mind. So if you're having scattered thoughts and you can't seem to focus, this is a really good meditation for that. It brings you to one point of awareness eventually and a deeper sense of concentration. So that's been my experience of it. Um, there are times when you know my mind is going every which direction and I can't make it settle down. But somehow um, using using the breath, the most basic thing, um, is very helpful to to bring you right in and, and keep you. There's a really good I heard this, a good analogy of it. They talk about it um, in these teachings. This is from the words of the Buddha. And the analogy of a mad cow. My mind is like a mad cow. How do you tame it? <clears throat> so um, the the BQ, the monks, um, are used to following visible visible forms, looking at things, um, and has no wish to mount mindfulness of breathing concentration as its object. So, what do you do with a mad cow? When you tie him up. <laughs> You tie him up alone by a rope to a strong post driven into the ground. And what happens is the, the calf will run to and fro, unable to get away. Eventually, he sits down or lies down by the post. So it is for the BQ. Wishing to tame his corrupted mind, which has for, for a long time been nourished on the essence arising out of sense objects, 
such as visible forms, etc. Um, he takes to the forest and or to the root of a tree, so around trees. And he finds a secluded, a secluded place. And there um, he ties his ties himself um, by a rope, by the rope of mindfulness, to the post of in and out breathing. So obey the mind will wander about a little bit. Um, since it no longer, like once it no longer is receiving or obtains the object that it is searching, it's formerly accustomed to, that is visual things. Um, and it's unable to break the rope of mindfulness. It can't run away, so it sits, your mind sits or lies down beside the object, the object, the, the, the uh, mindfulness. By virtue of, they call it, this is the by access of full absorption. So, in other words, um, it's talking about meditative absorption and the states of concentration. That's basically what they're talking about. So, that's what, that's what pulls them in. It keeps them down to the pole, fixed, instead of. Okay, all sorts of things. Okay, so um, I'd like to start. Um, we're going to start with uh, the first, tonight, with the first four steps of, of the Anapana Sati. So, um, let's see. So let's, let's just do that. So uh, to start, what I would like you to do is get comfortable and seated. And um, the first thing to do, um, so anyway, just sit calmly. And just relax your mind and relax, relax your mind and um, realize there's nothing we need to do right now. There's nothing that has to be done, no plans, we don't have any responsibilities. So we just sit in calmness for a moment. And close your eyes, and close your eyes if you're comfortable doing that. Return your awareness inward. And then consider your um, backbone. So think about each vertebra and the separation in, from one vertebra to the next starting from actually from the bottom of your uh, spinal cord or bottom of your back and just move up to each vertebra slowly just taking them into consideration just noticing them 
one by one. All the way up to the skull. And just notice if you can the space, and maybe imagine the space between each one. And just look yourself one by one to all the way up to the base of the skull. And just think about aligning each one on top of the other. And then when you get to the top, put your attention on your chest. Have your chest open, your shoulders back. Your body is upright, but relaxed. And you have just an easy, Resting state. And now we'll start on the, the actual steps. Um, Timekeeper. I'll tell you when, but we'll, we'll do three bells for starting, and then it'll be three minutes, and then and one bell. Um, so we're going to be doing breathing in long and then breathing out long, breathing in short, breathing out short. And I just want to explain that just a minute. When we say long or short, it's talking about the extent of space. So um, for example, long breath would be as an elephant or a snake. It's a long space within. It's a long space. And a short would be like a dog or a rabbit. Okay. So, breathing in long. I know I breathe in long. Breathing out long, I know I breathe out long. So just follow along with me. Breathing in short. 
I know I breathe in short. Breathing out short. I know I breathe out short. Okay, so we're going to do that again, but we're going to be timing it. So that will be three bells, three bells. And I'll lead you through it. Breathing in long, I know I breathe in long. Breathing out long, I know I breathe out long. Breathing in short, I know I breathe in short. Breathing out short, I know I breathe out short. So we're just going to keep doing that until the timer goes off. Breathing in long, I know I breathe in long. Breathing in out long, I know I breathe out long. Breathing in short, I know I breathe in short. Breathing out short, I know I breathe out short. Breathing in long, I know I breathe in long. Breathing out long, I know I breathe out long. Breathing in short, I know I breathe in short. Breathing out short, I know I breathe out short. Breathing in long, I know I breathe in long. Breathing out long, I know I breathe out long. Breathing in short, I know I breathe in short. Breathing out short, I know I breathe out short. Breathing in long, I know I breathe in long. Breathing out long, I know I breathe out long. Breathing in short, I know I breathe in short. Breathing out short, I know I breathe out short. Breathing in long, I know I breathe in long. Breathing out long, I know I breathe out long. Breathing in short, I know I breathe in short. Breathing out short, I know I breathe out short. Breathing in long. Breathing out long, I know I do that long. Breathing short, I know I do that short. Breathing out short, I know I do that short. So now I'll let you go with your own face. What did you notice during that? How was that? I wasn't sure whether 
Will we describe long and short, whether that was supposed to be the duration of the in-breath and the out-breath, or yeah. if there's if refers to something else? Yeah, the long is, well, they talk about it as the length that it's going, so it's, but it's the same distance, right? So, yeah, it is longer. It is longer. The duration of the in-breath is yeah. long, and then the duration, okay. It's, I mean, the duration is the same for both longs and then the short right. and short. Right, okay. Yeah. Well, I observed that by concentrating that thoroughly just on the each breath in and out, I didn't get very many other thoughts arose. Yeah, that's and by slowing down that much and being that acutely aware. That's really great because that's, that's part of the. Well, there's two things that are part of it is already at this level there's um, insight coming in you know and that's that's a lot what that's about is that when you really focus on something your mind just can't go anywhere else right so that's really good yes so when you said breathing in long like I was already breathing out when you started, and then yes. I thought, oh, she means for us to just like wait. No, I'm holding my breath. No, that's then I'm right. getting anxious that I'm doing it wrong. Uh -huh. And okay. I went through all that for several rounds, and then I finally just settled down. I thought, okay, I'm going to go slow. And I think that's what she means. That's what I meant. I should have thought. I should. And, okay. and then, then I started feeling the calm. <laughs> It went, it went, yeah. I, I, went, I went to something different. I had the same thing. And so I decided, well, I can't go that slow. So whatever it is I'm doing, I'm going to say that. If she's saying breathe in while I'm breathing out, I'm going to say breathe out. <laughs> and then I calm down. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say this is the steps. So everybody can have one. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so you should work on it um, at your own day as a friend. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, um, so now you know what we're doing, so we can do it another time. Because I just want to work on it, we're running away all the time. We can do it another, another time. Because um, this one is actually the most important one. And I, I want to say that um, yeah, you know what you're doing while you're doing it in this step, so it makes it a lot easier. Did you get one, Kim? Yeah, okay. Um, so let's do it again. And this time, I'm not going to say anything. And now you know what to do. You've got your paper open. Um, you're just breathing your life. And also, I want to say something else. This is the instruction, but once you know the instruction, I think it's way too many words. I couldn't, it's too many words for me for my breath. So I, when I did it myself, or over extended um, I just said breathing in long. And, and that seemed to accommodate my breath. So the point is, is to breathe out long and breathe out short, you know, do it, follow the guideline. But, all those words is in my mind too much. So if you find it too much, I would say, cut the words, the most important thing to be saying is, I breathe out. 
I breathe in long. I breathe out long. I breathe in short. So that's what I would recommend you to do, actually. So let's let's do it again. So so I breathe in short. I breathe out short. It's not on this sheet. It's not. You put in long. Can I put it long two times? Oh, sorry. Is breathing in and then breathing out. Yeah, breathing in, breathing out, and then the second one should be short. The second, the third, and fourth are one trains. Okay. Yeah, that's this is right. Oh, yeah, I see what I did wrong. Okay, yeah. So one two is 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 right, but then I left out the short. So add in short. And forget about three and four. Yeah, we're not going to look at those right now. So we've run out of time. We'll we'll get to them tomorrow. Okay. So we're just doing one and both sets of long and short. Come on. Three minutes. It seemed like a long time to me.
So, how was that? Is that different than the first time? That went by really fast. Okay. <laughs> Short. Short? Yeah. <laughs> and so, how about, did, was it calming? Uh, not yet. Not yet? Very first breath, I, I said, I breathe in long, and I started, and my body butted in and said, uh-uh, no, this is a short breath. <laughs> and so I followed that, and it was a short breath out. But then it kept doing that. I would think in advance, I'm going to do this breath, and the body said, this is my show. <laughs> <laughs> and so instead of thinking in advance, I tried to just think about what do I think this breath is going to be? And try to anticipate it, but I was wrong on that half the time too. So then instead of anticipating, I tried, I'd start a breath and see what does it feel like this will be? And I would say that, and when I got it wrong, I would just correct. And that's about where I ended up. Okay. <laughs> so that was not calming. Yeah, it seems like somebody needs to take control there. <laughs> from you guys? I didn't mean to ignore you. I would, I would say um, it was uh, easier the second time because I was letting my body do what I what it wanted to do. It didn't need as much control as yours did, but um, it still was sort of more comfortable to let my body do the short and the long. Oh, yeah. And I did forget in the middle sometimes which one I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think with this, it takes a little time to get used to, to doing it, you know, and then once, mm -hmm. you, once you know what you're doing, you just do it. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's kind of interesting. Oh, yeah, go ahead. So uh, I thought of breathing long as diaphragmatic breathing, and, and then breathing in short was thoracic breathing. Yeah, right. Um, you know, that, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Those are terms that are familiar to me. So yeah, that work for me. Yeah, actually, I, that's <laughs> that's kind of that's right. The, the, the length of it is not necessarily the it. I told you wrong. It is the diaphragmatic because it's 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 like the, like I said, the elephant is it's longer, extended. It's the extent of the breath as opposed to. I don't actually say in any of the instructions that I see diaphragmatic versus. Thoracic, but, but that's what it is. It's the length of the breath. So it's not the duration. Because I was really doing duration. I was doing like a, a long was maybe like five seconds and five seconds out of the short was maybe two seconds in and two seconds. Yeah, I think they kind of overlap. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so I think that the short is. It, I mean, the thoracic is going to be necessarily shorter, but the descriptions that I had, it kept saying the extent, it's an extent of space, so that makes me think it's a, yeah, go ahead. I loved your metaphors. I had an elephant, and then I had a rat, and then I had a rabbit, and it for the long ones, I had the sense that I was breathing all the way down into my abdomen and letting it expand, and then as I breathed out, then I was compressing until all of that exhaled. Yeah. So that would be more of what you call that. 
Yeah. Also became aware of some tension now in my body. It's, it was so relaxing that I really started like learning more about where I'm holding some mm -hmm. tightness. Okay, well that's gonna be the next the next steps actually. So that's great. You're already advancing. So all right, so we'll leave that. We've gone over our time, I believe. And so now we'll go into silence again. Oh, thanks for some. Oh, yeah.